Hello, hello, hello. It's Fox Force 5. We are back. Hey, Nicola O'Brien, how's it going? Good, thank you, Kelly. How are you? How is thou? <laughs> You've had a yeah, busy we just had very... few weeks. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it's been mental. We were just comparing notes on how uh, cold our houses are. Um, but I think everybody's probably in the same boat because it's that whole thing of like, in a normal year, you don't really want to be like putting the heating on all day and all that stuff. And if you're working from home, you're trying to kind of be sensible and sort of heat the room you're in and all that jazz. But then you walk into another room and you're like, oh, my God, the cold. <laughs> it's dramatic. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, I feel like we start every podcast talking about the weather. So maybe we won't this week. <laughs> Although in Ireland, it's Too like late. in the news because it's like, oh, there's a big Ross coming. It was grand this Lizard. morning, but it's supposed to be bad today, so we'll see. I'm supposed to be having a gathering on Friday night, so I hope it's all right so that people can travel because the roads, if the roads oh. are bad, I'm going to have to cancel. I know, we have our annual 12 pubs on um, Saturday and it's supposed to be snowing. It's supposed to be snowing. So. I saw that last weekend when I was over. Yeah, mad. And it's, oh God, it's mm. cold in Scotland though. Although, just as cold now here today, it's funny. Like mm. when we got back to Ireland on Monday, it was still like that kind of cold, but like Edinburgh is something else, Scotland, because of that northern breeze, it's just bloody freezing. It's the wind, yeah, 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 it's the wind. We get the real cold, but you get the rain, so yeah. I'm not too sure. I think I probably prefer the cold, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, no, so we had a good weekend because uh, Auntie Nicola <laughs> was visiting and Uncle Jer and... Uh, Stuart and I were at, went off to a wedding. Um, so we did a lovely time down in Dunbar uh, in East Lothian. Uh, Stuart's cousin Graham got married and it was a right old knees up. And although we were comparing notes afterwards, weren't we? And um, we were in bed at like half past one the night of the wedding. And I was like feeling fresh on Sunday <laughs> compared to an Irish wedding where you've got like three hours sleep and you're expected to go back out on the lash, you know. Yeah, so um it's Scottish weddings for you but um, no it was a fabulous day and then actually you know the thing about finishing early is like hashtag no regrets you know yeah. it's like <laughs> less regret but I yeah yeah true I think um, it has its merits the older you get for sure also but um, yeah. not like an Irish wedding no nothing like it sing song I missed the sing songy <laughs> bit like yeah, you know there was yeah. no sing song or whatever but um no, it was fabulous. But I mean, getting up, feeling all right on Sunday is kind of invaluable. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, when you have to come so, back to two small when, children, like I, yeah, I definitely see that. Es- especially. Mm. So, yeah, we came back, had some breakfast, got back. Nicola and Jer were waiting at the door with the bags packed. <laughs> <laughs> we were not. Stop it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was actually my only opportunity <laughs> to clean myself in the two days. So that was about it. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So Nicola and Jer went off and had a romantic night then in the city oh, for themselves. Did, yeah, German yeah. markets and all that jazz. Did you actually make it into the German no, market? No, the it was heaving. No, was mad. And to be honest, I wasn't that bothered. Ridiculous. Like, I would have just strolled in if it was open, you know. But um, there was a mm. few, like, pop-up little bars and stuff which were cool that we went to that were just as Christmassy and good yeah. vibes, you know. There was good vibes all over the city, yeah. actually. It was lovely. So um, yeah. we enjoyed it. It was very busy because that day Stuart was like, oh, I don't think it'll be busy. It was packed. Every pub was packed. Even when we left yeah. at half eight, the yeah, pubs were packed. So there's a serious festive spirit in Edinburgh at the moment. The atmosphere I think people are just like making up for time lost. Still, yeah, you know what I mean? And sure. people are just like, there was actually some um, statistics out during the week saying that people aren't buying things, but they're doing more eating out and drinking out yeah. and um, experiences and things like that. So it's funny, isn't it? Um, people are maybe going for experiences rather than 
tangible items. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, so it is. It's busy around. And, yeah, we're going to the city now next Saturday. So it'll be nice to be amongst the sort of festive fun. It was lovely. It Even like Did you go to- little pubs that we went to. There was like loads of people like all dolled up in their Christmas attire and stuff like that. You know, it was nice. Like it was proper yeah. Christmas time. It was lovely. I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Nice, we went nice, to loads nice. of pubs. We went to so, a few pubs on the Royal Mile, and then we did um, a few. Did like a pub crawl then along. Well, we went to that outdoor bar place. It's always there, the pop up place, the festival kind of bar place. Yeah. And then we went down that road street you ran about and went into loads of pubs, <laughs> four or five yeah. pubs. It was great though. Rose Street is um, yeah great for just like little old boozers kind of thing. Yeah. Not, nothing fancy. Did you go to the dome, which is like famous? There was for a queue outside that too. So, but like the outside oh. was so pretty, it was still nice to go and have a look. Mm. Like, and I'd been in before, but like I just wanted to show her. But there was a queue. It was about forty people yeah. in a queue. So actually, my buddy Emma's going in a few weeks, and I said to her, "Don't even bother going to Sunday because there, she's there Sunday evening to like Tuesday." You can book it. So, oh, can you? Can you? Book it. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like for a drink, though. Do you, do you need to book for? A drink? Oh my god, uh, we were in there a couple of weeks ago with work and they gave us this Pisco sour drink cocktail it was oh really nice heavenly nice oh my god it was so good it was so good so but the decorations I think it's maybe worth it it's so worth it for, cool, like the, yeah it's worth it just to look at the decorations and yeah. they are over the top yeah, yeah. Um, and the smell you know it's just mm-hmm. like Christmas overload yeah, you know what I, I mean if you're not it. in a festive form go in there and get a bit of that yeah, if you're around this part of the world so um yeah, so I'm glad you had a nice time anyway. So yes, anti-duty uh, performed, tick. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and we're on the countdown to Crimbo now. It's just all work is savage busy because holidays coming up. And on top of that, then you have things like Christmas concerts, Christmas jumper days, Christmas charity <laughs> this, Christmas charity that, Christmas carols, Christmas boxes, shoe boxes, donations, Collections, PTAs, letters, Santas, <laughs> grottos, visits, fairs. Oh my bloody God. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to cope when two of them are in school. Like, it's bad enough with one of them in school. I just. If, they, if they're so in the same school, I suppose it won't be too bad because you'll take the same box for a few mm. things at least. But uh, yeah, I feel mm, like those in the UK, the that's groups. a serious thing. The community is much more involved over there than I think it is here in those kind of events. Oh my and God. Stuff, you know? But so, nice. It's all good so. stuff. Don't be moaning. It hasn't so even started nonsense. yet. Go on. <laughs> started? I'm in the throes of it, <laughs> Um We just got an email as well there from the school saying four cases of strep. Oh, no. Scarlet fever. So, like, there, there, no, there's no, like, keep the kids off or anything like that. It's just watch out for symptoms, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, here we go oh, now. Christ, it's scary. All so, that fingers stuff. crossed. There's loads of stuff here. Fingers but, crossed. Um, it's in Dublin. I'll let that strip as well, I've heard so far. But it's scary. It's scary times for parents. Yeah. There's just so many bugs around again. I'm just, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm worried about, I don't want them to get sick at all. But then it's the knock on for Christmas and everything as well. Mm-hmm. But I was reading the guidance there and I think it said once they start um, antibiotics, Within 24 hours, they're, yeah. they should be okay to move around, mm. you know. But oh, after COVID wiped out last Christmas, I was like, no. But anyway, yeah. we'll just play it by ear, go with the flow. Um, so that's it. That's the crack. We better crack on with Fox Force 5 anyway. And uh, the things you need to know this week, people. Crack on. So. One. Uh, as we know, 
it's Christmas party season, isn't Ooh. it? Office party season. And there are just some things you can't come back from. So before <laughs> you go torpedoing your career after one too many glasses of champagne, please, please keep the following in mind when you pop on your party frock this year. Number one, bringing friends from outside the company. This is just rude and comes across a little bit entitled. If bringing a plus one was acceptable, then everybody would do it. So don't. Two, don't treat the bar like your personal liquor cabinet. We all like a free drink or two and it's easy to get carried away when it's on someone else's dime. All the same, keep it classy and help and that'll help keep you keep your job. You really don't want to be that person ordering premium drinks when everyone else is on the house plank. It'll be noticed when the bar bill comes. Three, don't dance like no one's watching. Everyone is watching. And some of them are probably filming your drunken dance moves, which either way will circulate through your office faster than you through the gin. Side note, what feels sexy in your head probably looks sloppy in everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Four, don't be a wallflower. The only thing that's worse than being the person everyone's talking about for all the wrong reasons is being the person no one wants to talk to. Five, don't corner the boss about work stuff. There is a time and a place for work chat and that is the office, not the office party. Mm. Six, don't forget to eat before leaving the house. A rookie mistake and a costly one. Even if you go to town on the nibbles, chances are you won't manage to soak up the alcohol in your stomach and you will say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Eat before you leave. Don't enter beer tears country. If you feel Debbie Downer coming on, keep her to yourself. (laughs) I'm not sure this is the best (laughs) mental health um, instructions, but anyway, step outside, take some deep breaths and have a word with yourself. Leave without a word if you need to. Just don't be the emotional one. Um, Eight, don't lose the head. Newsflash, that co-worker who you hate is definitely going to be at the office party and you're going to run into each other. Don't let liquid courage fool you and don't give them any ammo to use against you later, even if they're stepping on your last nerve. Nine, don't be the drunkest person there. There's always one that doesn't know the one too many. Don't be that person who's been, who has to be bundled into a taxi by 9pm. You'll be the talk of the office and the fear will consume you the next day. Don't be the weird new guy or girl. Office reputations are made and lost at the office party, which means it can be a minefield for new hires. So you really want to keep it professional. Be sociable, but don't be over the top. Remember, your co-workers may not get how amazing you are yet. <laughs> Number 11, don't miss out on the fun. It's a party, after all, and it's Christmas. Don't be afraid to get to know your co-workers on a more personal basis. Maybe just not too personal. <laughs> Number 12, and this is the second last one. Don't hook up with your office crush. Not during the party. Not the after party. Not after the after party. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. The bubbles might be going to your head and your hormones too, but other places, or uh, other places, but this is not the time or the place, or maybe even the person. And finally, whatever you do, don't call in sick the next day. (laughs) You can be hungover on work time, but at least get there. No one, and we mean literally no one, is going to forgive you or forget you pulling a sickie the next day. It ranks up there with not getting your round in. So if you can do all those things, you're going to have the best party ever, I reckon. Yeah, I think just try not to get too drunk is the biggest thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of Essentially. Like the, the lessons as somebody who's been going to Christmas parties in one company for 10, 11 years. Oh, well, no, not for two years because of the bloody, because of COVID. But um, yeah, just don't get too drunk at that one. <laughs> There's other things you can get drunk at. <laughs> But I'm looking forward to Do you to have ours. a Christmas party? It's in January. Planned this year, yeah, yeah, January actually, which is kind of nice 
they did it a couple of times in January years ago. And, you know, it gives you kind of something to look forward to in January. And sometimes you're yeah. so kind of full of booze and food and stuff. It's like a few weeks later. So you have a bit of a breather, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be nice to see people. And I feel like people can afford it a little bit more when it's January. Not that January is. I mean, more, you're a bit more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, December's mad. December's chaos. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. you know what I found actually walking good, yeah. through Edinburgh the other day? It was so funny. I noticed it like two or three times. It was like shops and stuff closed because we were just walking around a lot at like six o'clock and a load of people in the shop like dressed up for their Christmas parties were that mm. night, you know? It was really mm. cute to mm. see it. Obviously, loads of people just going out like that evening for their yeah. Christmas and they're all taking selfies. A lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of like um, the retailers yeah. and hairdressers and all that, they all go out the first week because they're so going to be busy, up the walls yeah. for the rest of the month. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we're—I mean, we're, so we're heavily into it now. Like, but um, yeah, it was nice. I know I mm. love this time of year. I love a good Christmas party. It's a really—I always think it's important, like, to because a lot of my gang work from home, a lot of my colleagues and stuff work from home, and I do think it's really important to meet people face to face when you can. You know, you just get a better feel for people. Yep. Like, so I'm looking forward to it. Godspeed, everybody, with the old Christmas parties. Enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, mine's next Friday, so I'll report back after it. But it's nice. basically like. Me and a couple of people who are in their like late thirties, and then just all twenty-three year olds. So yeah, that's but sure, that'll probably be a good one to watch. Just sit on the sideline, looking out for the drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay, uh, that's number two. Over to you, Nick. Two. Uh, that was number one. So on to number two. You mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean on to number two. Sorry. Uh, so a couple of things to talk about this week. First thing. Is the new Adam's Family? Well, Wednesday. Have you seen? Obviously, oh, a lot yeah. of people have been talking it's a about series. I don't know why they didn't release it closer to Halloween because obviously it's very Halloween y, like, you know. So I don't know if they Maybe get delayed or something slipped. because it's mm. very Halloween focused. But um, it's good. Like, it's, it's Tim Burton is obviously heavily involved in it, which I didn't know until I actually started watching it, but it's very Tim Burton y. Um, but it's based on obviously the Adams Family uh, movies. It's about Wednesday. She's the main character in it. Um, the, her the mother Morticia is played by Catherine Zeta Jones actually. But they're not really in it so far. I'm only about halfway through. But they're not really in it. So it's really just about her and her in school and stuff like that. So it's um mm. it's a bit of a funny one. Like I couldn't tell you what kind of age group it's for because it's a bit grown up for it to be kind of teeny, you know. And a lot okay. of people I've been listening to or hearing about watching it have been kind of my age and stuff. You know, I suppose it's a lot of nostalgia because it's kind of, um, you know, looking back at um, the Adams family. But um, mm. it's good. Yeah, he's just so Tim Burton directed about half of the episodes. Um, so, again, it's like quite dark, you know, in the way that it's done. And the, the whole storyline is quite dark, of course. Um, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. So uh, Jenna Ortega plays her so Jenna Ortega was like one of the Disney kids so she's actually um, oh. been around for a long time so she would have been active like back in like 2012 and that she's actually older than she looks she looks really young she literally looks like a baby um, but she's like 20 or in her early 20s um, but she's very good in it she plays it very well she kind of has this like very dry way about her it's really good, very enjoyable um, mm. so if you want to just throw something on in the background, like it's a nice, easy watch. But the cast is good. Like I said, Catherine Jesus Jones is the mom. Uh, Louis Guzman is the dad. You'd know him as well from a good few movies. Um, yeah, Gwendolyn Christie is, um, the principal. So Game of Thrones, she was, um, the knight okay. in Game of Thrones. She's been in, you know, Star oh, Wars, yeah. all that. Yeah. So she's very mm. good in it. I'm really enjoying her in it as well. And then also, um, 
There's somebody else big in it. Who else big is in it? Oh, Christina Ricci. Catherine so Z- obviously, oh yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. But Christina Ricci is uh, also in it, and mm. obviously she was, uh, you know, she played the character before. Wednesday so, originally. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's um, it's good. It's a kind of good throwback. Yeah, we're enjoying it. It's a nice kind of handy, easy thing to watch. So that's my current viewing on, on Netflix. So a nice, easy watch. And then the other thing we've been watching myself and Jer the last few weeks, which is a bit more grown up content wise, is Yellowstone. So. Mm. This is like, like the first season was terrible. So we watched the first season and we totally went off it. It was very like Dallas. <laughs> the first season, it was like okay. too out there. There was too much stuff happening in it, you know. It's based mm. in Montana. It's about like a farm in Montana, like, well, I suppose a ranch in Montana. And it's kind of about like people trying to get like access to the land and stuff like that. Because he owns like this like hundred and something acre ranch. And it's been going back to all his like, you know, back to his, all his relations and things like that. And then there's like a reservation which has the native people living on it, but that was their land originally. So that's kind of controversy, obviously, between the characters and stuff. But um, I mean, just the scenes in it are absolutely stunning because I've never seen really Montana on a video, I suppose, before in film and stuff, but mm. it's absolutely amazing. Mm. But the characters are very good in it. And there's some serious act. Mm. Like Kevin Costner is the main actor in it, the dad. Um, mm. and his kids then are kind of like, you know, fighting over, not fighting over, they're kind of fighting to protect it, but they fight between themselves, mm. you know. Um, mm. with the daughter in it, um, who's played by Kelly Riley, probably if you ever saw, um, like the, the last Sherlock Holmes movie, she was in both of those as like the, the girlfriend. Uh, she's a really good actor. I just really enjoy her, but she plays this brilliant character of like, um, of, Beth and she's just a total bitch but she's just so well done <laughs> and there's kind of a love yeah. story be- between her and one of the cowboys and like he was kind of taken in by the family when he was 15 so they've kind of grown up together they've kind of been like a long love mm. story but she moved away and she moves back in the first season and all that but their love story is so lovely I just love it it's so well mm. written because he's such a hard ass and she's such an asshole but together they're quite sweet with each other you know <laughs> so it's been nice to kind yeah. of see that love story like progressing as well but the first season is absolutely shite so if anyone wants to watch it like I would definitely recommend it I'm really enjoying it but the first season is mm. crap so second season on it gets really good and even like all the reviews like Rotten Tomato and everything the first season's like 70% and now it's like 94% like there's a really so- big following for it and it's very big in the Can States. Can you jump in in season two? Yeah, you probably could, to be honest. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of a, you know, the tale as old as time, like the dad and the land and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. you could, yeah, it's not too complicated, but just the characters in it are really good. So I'm very much enjoying that. And we're actually moving on to the fifth. We've been watching it for about two months now. We're moving on to the fifth season, which is the most recent season that's currently being um, shown in the States. And like, it has a massive following in the US as well. So like some of it is actually very cowboy-y. So like, there'll be like a few mm. scenes where it's just about like what they do with the horses and cows. But it's kind of entertaining. Like it's a side of life that we would know nothing about, you know? Um, yeah. But it's being streamed at the moment. It's kind of hard enough to watch, but it, a lot of people who get Sky now you get Paramount Plus with it and Paramount Plus is oh, yeah. what it's being shown on so you can see it on Sky if you have Paramount Plus um, 
I think it just has big stakes in America. That's why it's on a subscription service because a lot of people pay for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, Yellowstone. So and the Dutton family. Cool. And like I said, it's Kevin Costner. So you kind of can't go wrong, like watching Kevin Costner. Yeah. And also, um, and horses. And yeah. a bit of a love story. So it's a bit of like quite manly, but also this lovely love story at the same time. And she is just an excellent character. She's such an asshole, but like mm. she's just oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's brilliant, totally brazen. I love her. Um. So yeah, they're my two shows. TV shows to watch if anyone's looking for one mm. very good um, yeah I haven't been watching an awful lot of telly recently but I did start a thing called Slow Horses oh yes I don't know if you've heard of it me and Shane were just talking about it today <laughs> oh there you this, go yeah. Gary Oldman um, so second series just come out the first series actually came out in April which is like not that long ago mm. um, and it's Gary Oldman is the most recognisable actor mm. in it, even though he's not like the actual main, main actor, but he's one of the main characters in it. Um, and he sort of leads up this group of MI5 rejects mm. who are in an office known as, uh, it's Slough House. Oh, yes. But they they call them the Slow Horses. Uh. Um, so, and yeah, based in Slough, presumably, mm. you know. Um, and they, yeah, so it's this bunch of MI5 rejects. So they're all like, spooks or whatever mm. but they're not um, up to scratch for whatever reason um, but they kind of man- managed to get themselves embroiled in like matters of national security anyway so um, and a couple of them have sort of complicated pasts that we're sort of seeing flashbacks from and stuff and yeah so I'm enjoying mm-hmm. that it's good drama yeah, I'm going to start it sounds good after we're, we're going to be caught up soon on Yellowstone so I'll be looking for a new series so I'm going to start it it yeah. sounds good yeah. that's been commissioned for two more series so yeah. f- you can fully commit to it you know what I mean um, knowing they're not going to take it away what are you watching on is it not <laughs> Apple TV it's Apple TV is it it's okay I'm going to sound totally mental now right if you search it on our skybox it comes up as Apple TV oh and you can watch it oh yeah weird okay (laughs) very weird but it is on Apple TV maybe it's the first series Oh, maybe. Well, it's an Apple TV production. Yeah, so maybe the first, the first season is series? now on Sky or something, but it is maybe. definitely now. The second season is definitely streaming on Apple TV only. Isn't it? Isn't it weird? Isn't That's that weird. weird. Don't, don't question. I, sure, it was like <laughs> he even said to me, "What? What are we watching this on?" I was like, "I just found it on the Sky Box, but it says Apple TV Plus." <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> Yeah, I have a I've got this uh, black, black hole. Yeah, nice. Very good. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, there you go. That's the TV for this week. Very good. Thank you. All right, moving on. Number three. Three. So our Fox of the Week this week, there was no choice about it, really. It had to be Christine McVie, who sadly Aww. passed away last week. Uh, she was part of the American-English rock band known as Fleetwood Mac. She was one of the main um, singer-songwriters involved in that band and their major successes over the years. She was a vocalist and a keyboardist. Um, she was born in July 1943. She was actually 79 years old when she died. I didn't realise she was that old. I thought she was a bit younger. Um, she was introduced to the piano when she was age four, but did not study music seriously until the age of 11, when she was reintroduced to it by Philip Fisher, a local musician and a school friend of McVie's elder brother, John. She went on to study sculpture at Mosley School of Art in Birmingham for five years with the goal of becoming an art teacher. However, during this time, she met a number of budding musicians and became a member of several bands in the mid-70s on the British blue scene, including, and most notably, Chicken Shack. Um, She began playing with Fleetwood Mac in 1968, initially as a contract session player, before formally joining the band in 1970. 
She started to merge as a songwriter in 1971, with her first compositions appearing on their fourth album, Future Games. She would remain with the band through many lineup changes for the next several decades, generally writing and performing lead vocals on about half of the tracks of all of their subsequent studio albums. Though she had partially retired in 98 and only appeared on a ses- as a session musician on the band's last studio album, Say You Will, she also released three solo studio albums. Famously, Christine McVie married John McVie, one of the founding members of Fleetwood Mac in 1968. In 1976, she began an on-the-road affair with one of the band, with the band's lighting director, which inspired her to write many songs, including "You Make Loving Fun," a top ten hit on the landmark smash "Rumors," uh, which is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Um, her biggest hit was "Don't Stop," which reached the top five. "Rumors" also <coughs> excuse me. "Rumors" also included McVie's "Songbird," a ballad played with just her on piano with Buckingham accompanying on guitar. Eight songs written or co-written by her, including Don't Stop, Everywhere and Little Lies, appeared on Fleetwood Mac's 1988 Greatest Hits album. As a member of Fleetwood Mac, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and received the Brit Award for Outstanding Contribution to Music in 1998. The same year, almost 30 years with the ba- after almost 30 years with the band, she opted to leave and lived in semi-retirement for nearly 15 years. She released a solo album in 2004 and appeared on stage with Fleetwood Mac at the O2 Arena in London in September 2013 before rejoining the band in 2014 prior to their On With The Show tour. I actually saw her on that tour. Oh. One of the reasons she stopped touring was she was terrified of flying. Oh, bless That's her. Such a shame. Uh, she received the Ivor Novella Award for Lifetime Achievement from the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers and Authors in 2014 and was honoured with the Trailblazer Award at the UK Americana Awards in 2021. She was also the recipient of two Grammy Awards. Christine McVie passed away in hospital last week after a short illness at the age of 79. Fellow Fleetwood Mac band member Stevie Nicks called McVie her best friend in the whole world in a statement following her death. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it is sad. But at the same time, 79 isn't a bad age, really, you know, and like mm. what a life she lived, you know. So, um, yeah, what did it say could be better, for, especially for people with money? <laughs> mm. I think they'd live longer. But um, yeah, she seemed like a nice woman anytime I ever heard her interviewed or anything. Um, and she didn't sort of let fame go to her head, you know, yeah. that kind of way. Like she always seemed very normal. Um, but even the whole Stephen like seems much more like a but even I was just going to say like even the whole like travelling thing and like the fear of flying that's a very real thing isn't it it's like some mm. people even with the fame they'd probably just fucking drug themselves up or something you know to get on with mm. it like so it sounds like mm. she was kind of you know looking after herself a bit which is good yeah exactly and uh, you know if you read about her they'll say that like, she wants she preferred to be at home and closer to family and friends and stuff like that so Anyway, there you go. That's our Fox of the Week, Christine McVie. Just um, honourable mention as well as uh, not the Fox, but um, I thought it was quite sad that yeah, Chris Kelly passed know, away as well. I know, wasn't week. it? Yeah, big um, childhood memories, you know, even like yeah. who's talking and all that stuff. Like, look who's talking now with yeah. the Christmassy one. Like, you know, it always yeah. pops up this time of year. Sad as well, but... Um, she kind of lost it the last few years. Bless yeah, her. she was a bit but, of a Trump um, supporter yeah, and all that, wasn't she? Yeah, but she was funny. She was funny yeah, in her days. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, moving along. She number was. four. Four. Number four this week, I'm back to um, tell you stuff to follow to keep you entertained. Um, this week, it's kind of a simple enough one, if I can find my Twitter. Uh, it's History Cool Kids. Called, History Cool Kids. And it's... Uh, 
Yeah, it's extremely straightforward. It's basically just pictures from history, but like mad pictures that I've never seen before in my life. And since I started following them, there's been so much stuff that's kind of blown my mind, oh. to be honest with you. Um, so it's just Ash History Cool Kids on Twitter. They might be on Instagram. I haven't looked. I'll have a quick look there. Um, but it's just like mad pictures of stuff that I've just never seen. Like there was a picture of Albert Einstein and Marie Curie. Like I've never seen a picture wow. of them together. Um, pictures of like um, you know, the Terracotta Army when they found mm. that first. Uh, just mad historic pictures that I've never seen. Um, let me see if it's on. Wow, I'm just having a quick Instagram. look at it. Actually, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. It's on um, Instagram as well. It has 1.5 million followers. So. Um, history cool kids so actually some of the stuff on that is different some of the images and stuff is different but um same vibe um it's just mad there's some fascinating stuff on there that i've just never seen oh i know it's different it's because they've tagged some of those things to like the top of their profile and that um looks like the instagram is getting a lot more updated stuff a lot of the ones on twitter actually haven't been updated since 2021 so i don't know what happened there but if you go to um if you go into their Instagram, it's more up to date. Like the last thing there was uh, mm. six days ago. So there are more, more modern stuff. And not more modern, but there's just more kind yeah. of newer examples of it. Yeah, more recent, exactly. Um, but I think it's cool. There's just some fascinating stuff that I never heard about in my life. There's a picture there of this girl <laughs> that's really disturbing. Photo of Ella Harper taken sometime between 1885 to 1986. She had a very rare condition called congenital genovicovatum, which made her knees bend backwards. Ew. As a result, she preferred to walk on all fours. Bull. She literally looks like a what's, spider. What did you say the handle was and Instagram is the same? Look, oh, Jesus look, Christ. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the same history, cool kids. It's fascinating. Honestly, you could just scroll through that. Like, there's a good few posts as well. Like, and there's a lot, of, a big following. Some of the stuff is absolutely mind blowing. Like, <laughs> so I just love stuff like that. That's kind of you know, you can learn oh, yeah. a bit from it, but also it's just an. It's got a big following on Instagram, one point five million I mean? followers. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, oh, it's mad. Cool. It's fascinating, isn't it? And even there's a story there, like British Airways, 1990, when an impromptu install window on the flight fell off during mid-flight, causing rapid decompression in the cockpit. Flight engine Nigel Ogden just happened to be entering the comp cockpit when he heard the loud bang. So it's like a picture of this guy being blown oh, off the window. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> God, weird. Mental. Weird. Anyway, um, so yeah, loads of mad stuff that um, I really like all that sort of Wild. stuff. So yeah, enjoy. It's a nice, easy, love it, love it. forward one. And the tagline is, history provides context to everything around you. Knowledge, yeah, is, knowledge power. is power. Absolutely. So there you are. So that's, that's the follow-up for Thank the week. Thank you. Uh, number five. Five. In music news this week, I'm not too sure how interesting this is for people, but um, I thought... I thought it was kind of interesting. Ali Murs has responded to criticism of some of the lyrics <laughs> in his new song, I Hate You When You're Drunk. Oh, <laughs> the, so- the song describes Murs' frustration of being with a drunk partner on a night out and many have branded it misogynistic. In it, he calls the song subject a mess and says they act like a fool when they drink too much and the chorus reiterates his hatred of the subject when they're drunk. On Twitter, fans criticised the song with some branding it with some branding it misogynistic. But Ali had said that he is disappointed the lyrics were interpreted this way. On BBC Breakfast, he said it's obviously upsetting to think that people took it that way because it was not the intention. I was it was a song that I really related to in the studio. 
He also denied that the song was about his partner, Amelia Tank, and said that he was more inspired by his own decision to stop drinking alcohol for a year. He's turned into one of those. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Mm. interesting though. If you were the girlfriend, you wouldn't be that happy with him, would you? No, or the ex-girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the the Golden Boys tripped himself up there a bit, but uh, yeah. Just shows you know, like he's these... done a few weird things over the years. He's got a bit of criticism for. He's a bit mm. fucking mad. I don't know. He's like always <laughs> trying to do kind of mad on social media and stuff. He did something a few years ago. Oh, do you know what it was? It was that Pringles thing where you put your penis in a in the oh yeah Pringles and his girlfriend. But that was fucking weird. Weird. They're so weird. Yeah, and, That's and like some sort as of as a they night terror. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god. And it was, and then he put it on social media. Just, oh, I don't know, like, oh, just weird. Not my cup That is a bit weird, um, isn't it? Yes, mm. yeah. Yes, it is the time of Christmas music and festive cheer. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying the radio at the moment. I must <laughs> say, still haven't heard Peter Kay, our favorite Christmas song yet. But um, oh, you it's know, very. Maybe, you don't really um, hear that on the radio. You might hear it once on the radio, but. It wasn't on Spotify until last year and I haven't checked if it's there this year so I'm hoping it'll be <laughs> still there this yeah, year. Yeah. Peter Kay did his first show uh, in like yeah. whatever, 10 years or whatever the last weekend and it went down a storm and he had a standing ovation Aww. and he was crying and everything. So yeah, we did try to get tickets for Those hours. Those tickets were like gold dust here. Yeah, yeah in Ireland it's the same. Um, it is on, Kelly, I can see it there. Once Upon Yay. a Christmas song. Now there's a rip-off Yay. Once Upon a Christmas. There's a rip. There's always been a rip-off on No, it's Peter K one. Oh, it's good, the good, good, good. One. I'm yeah, reassured. Yeah. I'm reassured. I can go back to my Christmas tunes from we last year. We have week. it going, a Christmas Playlist. time, yes. Can't exactly. Wait, can't wait. So, uh, kids, yes, we will, before my voice goes completely, we will be back again next week and we will, God only knows what we'll be talking about, but you can be guaranteed there'll be some Christmas cheer in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nothing much else to report. I have my 12 pubs of Christmas slash the Proclaimers gig on Saturday. So uh, looking forward to that. You can remember it. (laughs) How many many pubs are you doing before the Proclaimers gig? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We like... A few. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, and then I've got it. to do like Christmas shopping and house shopping and stuff at the weekend. And oh God, kill me now. But anyway, it'll all be fine. <laughs> it's what are you all up good to? stuff. It's all good stuff. Uh, well, I'm supposed to be having my gathering, my usual. We always, always have a gathering every Christmas. And this year yeah. is our last one in this rented house because we Yay. move into our new house in the next couple of months. Do, 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 do. And um, so that. And it's Lily's birthday. She's a big one four, which is oh. mad altogether. And we have a monster game on Sunday, which is going to be interesting. It's going to be like minus two or something. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a cold one. But I'm looking forward to it. Busy weekend. And I'm going to lunch, actually, as well. Nice. I haven't been out for lunch in so long. <laughs> I'm nice. actually really looking forward to it. And we're going to go to Market Lane. It's really nice and Christmassy and stuff. Aww, so I'm really looking forward to jealous, it on Saturday. Jealous, so jealous, that'll be nice. Yeah, Sounds yeah, great. Me and Emma. Sounds so Civilized. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Indeed, indeed. Cool. Well, whatever you're up to this weekend, folks, I imagine there'll be some Santa visits thrown in there. Hang in there, folks. Hang in there. Uh, I know a lot of people are pulling their hair out with the elf on the shelf um, as well. We've decided no such thing as ever going to grace our house. I bet you there's many people out there that... um, I think you're better off. Actually, one of my friends put up in our group last night. It was quite funny. Um, The elf with like a broken leg and a little note saying, I've hurt my leg. I need to stay here for a few days to recuperate. (laughs) So great was, uh, idea I love that that's a great idea very good uh, I think people just get uh, the pressure so is is real with the uh, with the elf on the shelf so um, yeah well done yeah, Katrina um, 
Okay, all right. Sorry for all the coughing and hoarseness and stuff. It's croaky, um, croaky. It's croaky. But take care, everybody. Look after each other and yourselves. See you next week. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Thank you.